This is Anacostia Unmapped, and I'm Katie Davis. When Alicia Bennett and her husband, a white couple, bought a house in Anacostia three years ago, some friends said, that's not safe for your family. But they wanted to live in the city, and the house in Anacostia was the only place they could afford. Alicia says the transition from suburban Virginia to Anacostia was harder than she thought it would be. I kept my blinds closed for probably three weeks. I didn't know. I was like, if I open them, are people going to be peeking in because it's a busy street? Like, what do I do? I don't know anyone. Are they looking at me like, oh, yes, like we're going to we're going to go into that place, you know, and I was a little afraid. But then after seriously, like the first month, I felt so much more comfortable Neighbors came to introduce themselves, and others said hello as they walked by. Anacosti Unmapped contributor John Johnson was one of those neighbors. He met Alicia and her family walking down the hill past her house. Today, he sits down and talks with Alicia about the move. Uh, We moved here three years ago, and um, we didn't know what to expect. We definitely knew that we were a little different than the usual people who what, lived in our What do you mean by different? Uh, being white. Okay. And where are you guys from? We're from originally from Southern California, and we lived in Annandale for four years in a basement apartment before moving to Anacostia. Okay. Right. And you guys uh, actually engage the community quite a bit. There's like, whenever I'm over here, there's <laughs> folks who are knocking on the door, borrowing bikes uh-huh, and uh-huh. tools. And so what, uh-huh. what is, what, where does that spirit come from? And what types of things have you lent out to the community? <laughs> Um, we've lent out all sorts of things, bikes, bike pumps, weed whackers, shovels, rakes, well, in a spirit of wanting to build community and wanting people to know that we care about them and that we want to invest in our community and we're not just going to be holed up in our house. So have have there ever been any scary moments from engaging in the community? Sure, sure. Uh, this one teenage boy, we had... Jonathan had seen him throw some trash down our storm drain. Who's Jonathan? Jonathan's my husband. Okay. He had seen him throw a bag of trash down our storm drain right in front of our house and said, hey, man, that's not a trash can. And the kid was like, oh, sorry, sorry. But then for the next month, we saw him every time he'd walk past our car, he'd hit our side um, mirror on our car. He would just smack it the other way, and we saw him do it multiple times. <laughs> and so we wanted to address it, and we wanted to ask him why he was vandalizing our car, but we were afraid that he would get angry about it, and we didn't know what to do. So we were kind of praying about it and wanting to turn it into like a good situation, like not antagonistic, and maybe he was offended by what we said. So... We were walking home from a friend's house one night, and he was sitting on the stairs of the mommy, apartment building down mommy, at... Mommy, I uh, yeah. didn't play on the iPad. Okay, we'll play on it later. So who, who are you talking to now? This is Caleb. This is my middle child. How old is he? He's three and a half. Okay. Yeah. And he likes trains. You should build a train, buddy. Anyways, we saw him sitting on the stairs, and it was just him and us on the street. And so we're like, okay, I think this is, like, the time. Like, we should, like, ask him how he's doing or whatever. So we walk up, and he's, like, sitting there. And uh, Jonathan goes, hey, man, how's it going? And he's like, oh, oh, good, good. And Jonathan's like, look, I just want to ask you a question. 
noticed that you've been hitting our car, and um, I'm wondering why you're doing it. That is, did we do something that was offensive to you, or what's going on? And he, of course, denied it immediately. And then Jonathan was like, "No, we saw you do it like last night. Like <laughs> we saw you. It was you." And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> And uh, Jonathan's like, look, this is our neighborhood too, and we care about you, and we care about the people in this neighborhood, and so I I just want to make something right if we did something wrong to you, but I also want you to know that that's not okay. And so the guy immediately was like, oh, I'm sorry, I won't do it anymore. And we were able to, he came over to our house like later that week, and Jonathan helped him fill out some job applications online. But that was a little scary at first, but then it ended up being a good situation. Living in a neighborhood where I was in the majority obviously made me feel more comfortable because I didn't have to interact with situations and people that were different from me. And that was more of our neighborhood in Annandale. However, we also didn't interact with anyone in our neighborhood in Annandale. And so it was just like, easy, you come and go. You don't talk to people. People don't talk to you. It's the boring side of white people. Um, but, but here, you, well, you're automatically hit with the discrepancy between people who have and people who don't have. And I think um, just interacting with people who their housing is not secure, uh, their jobs are not secure. I mean, we there's this one woman that she even came to our, we host a community group in our home on Thursday nights and she and her son came for like two months and we got to know her really well. And then one night she just up and left and she came knocking on our door at like midnight the next week. Like we got kicked out of our house and I've never, I've never faced that before. And I think Jonathan and I have just learned so much about just not assuming things about people. You just have to talk with people and let them share their lives with you and just listen. Alicia Bennett speaking with John Johnson of Anacostia Unmapped. You can hear us every Wednesday during WAMU's All Things Considered. Anacostia Unmapped is part of Localore, Finding America, a national production of AIR, the Association of Independence and Radio, and we have funding from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. I'm Katie Davis.